new real estate purchasers and investors need to know. But uh, we yeah. may only get halfway through and, and follow Top up more 10? next week. Yeah. I have a, I have like oh. a list of 50. Right. <laughs> Dozens. You can't get through them, right? I mean. Absolutely. Right. Well, you always say there's blood in the water, you know, but usually sellers and very experienced individuals will know when they're dealing with a novice. Of course. So today's show okay. is pretty much geared towards novices or really not novices, people who are just new to the business mm-hmm. and what they should look for. Right. Right. So, right? right and, absolutely. And uh, also for the buyer, the first time buyer. Right. There's right. a lot of valuable advice here. I think, you know, that any any buyer, anybody looking to transact any real estate business should be tuning in. So who's better than us to tell them, right, what's going no on? No exactly. one. Absolutely no one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the goal of our show is, is to be a little bit general so we mm-hmm. can hit on a lot of different topics because, uh, you know, having an attorney, a mortgage banker, and, and mostly an investor as, as myself, we cover we cover the broad range of everything. You're like a haberdasher and other times, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, so well, why don't you start? Start with the first one. What do you think? Well, don't do the the the, the top. Like you're go backwards. You know, go backwards. Yeah, like number ten. Number ten. Number ten. Right. So ten, number ten. 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 Um, number ten. Yeah. We've got a call already. No. no uh, so really, I think uh, number one or ten should mm-hmm. be. Um, you need to hire a professional, and uh, you know it's a little self-serving as we're sitting here, but but really. Uh, if you don't start with the right people on your team, you're going to be in huge trouble because with the internet nowadays and he said, she said, and mm-hmm. I, I like to call it bar talk because I, I talk to a lot of experts in mm-hmm. many different fields who aren't an expert in anything. Right. Um, so, you know, I think uh, most people need to understand that if you hire a realtor, you aren't necessarily paying them a commission when you're a buyer, the seller's paying it. Right. And then a lot of times as the seller, you're going to make more money if you do hire a realtor and put it on the MLS versus for sale by owner. There's a lot of wily people out there who can handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if they're going to go that route, they definitely need to speak to an attorney. Mm-hmm. And I and I, I tell my clients, which I don't have very many retail clients, but it's worth sending my contract, sending everything to an attorney at least once. Right. Because for a few hundred bucks, you just never know. their situ- Your situation is several always hundred, different. Several hundred. For, yeah, several hundred. Um, <laughs> you know, you call David, proven resource. but has got to um, pay me. So. Exactly. But, you know, everyone's situation is different. Right. So the boilerplate contract doesn't always fit. And, I mean, I've learned that from, you know, from, from attorneys, of course. Right, right. And uh, I just think hiring uh, professionals is, is really your first step, which – you know, leads into many other people in the in the uh, transaction. Well, you know, it's a very good point. You were talking about real estate agents. You know, there are some, like every profession, there's great agents out there, mm-hmm. um, and then there's not such great agents. Uh, but when you deal with a professional agent or an attorney, you're dealing with somebody who also takes some of the emotion out of the transaction, sure. right? Uh, attorneys and realtors and third party, even mortgage guys, they take the, they're supposed to take the anxiety and the emotion out of the transaction. They act as a buffer between the parties. So I always, you know, if you're doing this your first time, especially if you're a new real estate investor and you, you've, you've got so much going on in your mind as, you know, there's so many variables and so many things in the mechanics, get a professional to help you, guide you, but also take that emotion out of the transaction because that really is you know, you, I bet you on your list somewhere you have something about, uh, you know, use your, you know, act with your head, not with your heart. Right. Make right? decisions with your head, not your heart. And mm-hmm. when I sell retail, this is on properties that I'm developing, mm-hmm. 
I want it to be, you know, Emil made fun of me this morning in, in a good way, and he said, my, one of my companies is Pretty Michigan Homes. And he's like, right. oh, that evokes some emotion. Like, women must love the name of that, you know? <laughs> and that's the whole point. When I do my remodels or new construction, I want them to look at that as a Pretty Michigan Home mm -hmm. and be completely emotionally attached to it, like the way guys are when we walk into a dealership. We're dead. We're dead meat. You're like, yep, I'll take that one, right? So that's what I want to have happen. Um when I'm selling, but when I'm representing someone or counseling someone on what they should be doing, whether they're an investor or an, uh, a retail buyer, don't let emotion take over because you're going to make decisions you wouldn't if you were just looking at it like a piece of paper right. with black and white on it. And right. that's what our job is as professionals, like you just said, David. And then, uh, I would tell you um, on this list that we're talking about today, I, mean, I, what we'll, I guess the format will just go around, right? Like Absolutely. We, so what's, what's on your list? Like what would not be the number one thing, Emil, but like number 10? Number 10. Well, it's, you know, something closing costs have to be like one of the most confusing things for a home buyer. Sure. You know, not just first time home buyers, but any home buyer. There's mm -hmm. so many like, you know, you get a, one guy tells you, yeah, my closing costs are two grand over the mm -hmm. phone. Closing you know, costs to do what? To close, to close on your on transaction. A right. For a mortgage, yes. Right. So, you know, one guy could tell you over the phone, yeah, our costs are between 2000 2500 Another guy says, yep, it's going to be about $9,000. It's like shopping for and a it's, car. It's the same transaction, but you really... <laughs> You know, one of the one of the things I really enjoy is breaking down the costs for my clients. Say, these are your lender costs. This is what the bank is charging you for mm -hmm. their role, or the broker, or you know, the correspondent. This is what they're charging you for their role in the transaction. These are third-party costs: your title, your appraisal, your flood certification, your um, you know, a tax uh, service charge, mm -hmm. your all these little. You know, Little, line items that right. are required to Filing close a mortgage. Right. And then, you know, then there's the prepaids, you know, things you have to pay in advance, like your insurance or you're pre-funding your escrow account. So all of those, they're lumped into, hey, these are all funds due at closing, but right. they're not necessarily lender closing costs. Sure, true you know, closing costs. It's a really good point. I mean, that's your number 10. It could be number one, actually. It could. It's so, <laughs> so important. But uh, in your business... You also, it's highly regulated. Mortgage lending is extremely regulated. And the buyer or a new investor should know that there is a document out there that breaks everything down. It's just not something, Absolutely. you know, when you're on the phone with somebody and they go, what's your closing cost? Well, it's by law, it has to be broken down. Absolutely. And your your job pretty much is to go through those fees. Yep. And what happens if they vary? What happens by the time, let's say you're going through the transaction and halfway through, I don't know, you learn that there's some... The, the rates have well, gone up or the points have gone up. What do you have to do? Great question, David. So of course, once a lender, <laughs> <laughs> once a lender publishes a document called the loan estimate. So before we get into loan estimates, you know, a lot of lenders have a preliminary sheet mm -hmm. until they get enough information to publish a loan estimate, and they usually call it a loan cost worksheet or something. But once a lender, you know, once a lender collects all the information required mm -hmm. and publishes that loan estimate to you, once you lock in. None of the fees can change. The lender fees cannot change, mm -hmm. especially your origination charges, your processing, underwriting fees. Those are called origination charges, anything that the lender charge. Those cannot change without a valid change circumstance. Okay. A valid change circumstance could be a low appraisal where your loan to value, the amount, the percentage of the loan versus the 
purchase price of the home or the appraised value of the home changes. So those type of material changes would constitute a valid change circumstance. And then that has to be documented right. and redisclosed within three days of that change, right. three business days of mm -hmm. that change. People should know that. Right? Oh, absolutely. Um, so it's not one of those things where, hey, you know something, when we started, it was X. You know, we have to have a valid change circumstance before we could change that right. variable. Now, there's other fees like, you know, third-party fees like the title insurance. Well, that's something that's beyond our control. Mm -hmm. So obviously that can change, you know, that could change. But typically title fees are pretty similar across the board. You know, we're all in the competitive marketplace. Title title premiums are insurance premiums, which are... Do you hear that? We hate to interrupt you. I we do hear a, that. There's a helicopter <laughs> got a flying in. Yeah, it's like a market. It's some A phone call. Phone right? call. What's going on? Hey, caller. Sorry about that, Emil. It's okay. We'll, Get right Hopefully they're asking you. about closing Yeah, costs. let's see. Is there somebody on the line? Do we have a question? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. It's Bob McKenzie with Real Estate One. Oh, Bob McKenzie, Real Estate One. He's a realtor. Hey. He's going to give us a market update. We should have known that helicopter means market yeah. update. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> Go ahead, Hi, Bob. Bob. Go ahead, Bob. What, what's what's happening in the market? Uh, we, uh, we had a pretty big surge of uh, listings in June compared to prior years. Most of the market for... Uh, you know what, Bob, we can't hear you. Are you still on the helicopter? You might want to like kind of put your head out of the helicopter and ask that question one more time. Move around a little bit, Bob. So, okay, can you hear me? Yeah, now we can hear you. Go right ahead. Okay. So in June, we saw the spike up in the number of the listings. And uh, by the same time, even though there's like a number of listings, the average market time went down, the average price went up again. You know, it's so hard to hear. Are you sure you're not underwater and not above uh, us? <laughs> I have no idea. I tell you what, Bob, call in like another, uh, like give us 10 minutes, give us a call back in, okay? Because I can't hear you. It's, it's distorted, okay? okay? That I can hear. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Anyways, so go ahead, Emil. I'm sorry. No, so um, you know, then there's a set of uh, there's a set of closing costs that could change by a maximum of ten percent. So, you know, these costs, if any of those costs mm -hmm. change and they're not disclosed within three days, yeah, the lender has to pick up that. That's called a okay. tolerance cure. Right. Mm -hmm. So, right. you know, the the buyer's protected. Right. As long as, and that's why we need certain elements. We need no. We need to know your credit score. We need to know your income amount. You know, before we could publish a loan estimate, we have to have se several variables. Right. And then once we get those components in, we can publish that loan estimate, and that should be your comparison guide. And that's a standardized form that the government has created, right. so consumers can shop. Right. You know, it's an effort for transparency. After two thousand eight, that's the whole idea, right? Yep. Make the absolutely. transaction transparent absolutely. and user friendly. Uh, yes. Yes. It's a little bit more. You know, there, it's. They've tried to streamline it, but I think that there's going to be another revision coming soon that might make it a little easier on consumers. Yeah, well, that's the whole idea, right? Our government should make things easier on consumers. You know, it is really for their protection, but right. it's it's hard to explain that because in this, let's just say it's a purchase. There's so much going on between you and the realtor and, and their attorney and then the sellers. They, they get so confused. Right. And the, the harder you make it for them, the, the more irritated they get. And when somebody's scared, they get backed into a corner. Sometimes they walk away. So it's it's helpful that maybe the Fed does listen a little bit when you guys Something. complain and, and tell them what, what you're seeing, you know? And we, as the lender, 
you know, happen to carry a lot of responsibility in this. Because once we mm -hmm. review that purchase agreement, you know, in Michigan, for instance, owner's title policies mm -hmm. and transfer taxes are customarily paid for by the seller, right? However, if we review that contract and it doesn't state that the transfer, the owner's title is very clear in almost every Michigan contract, but the transfer taxes are not even addressed in you no contracts. You can negotiate that away. Yep. Exactly. Well, it's still customary and, you know, yeah. the seller ends up paying it, but if it's not highlighted on that contract, we have to disclose Dylan, that. Dylan's smirking because I bet you on all his contracts it says something like buyer. If he's selling it, it says buyer shall take care of all costs. I have it right? spelled out because yeah. I've got thousands of dollars in my purchase sure. agreement right. having it in front yeah. of attorneys. Right. Um, and when you're when you're doing a regular real estate transaction, they're typically, buyers and sellers are typically protected because most of these big brokerages have huge attorneys who have looked at, at these for years and years right. and years. Right. But Again, Emil knows yeah. more than the average mortgage guy. So when he looks at it, he's like, hey, who's paying the transfer tax here? Right. And that's, that's, one of our, that's one of our QC measures when right. we disclose oh. a loan. Is right. If it's not addressed, we have to disclose it sure. and then put a footnote that these are customers. It can be thousand On a $500,000 home, it's four grand. Right. You yep. know? That's going to be a again, deal killer. If it happens that the buyer is responsible and we don't disclose that, mm -hmm. we have to pay for it. Wow. Even with a real estate transaction fee, right. a lot of brokerages now charge a fee because compliance they call it a compliance fee, fee. Compliance. it's a garbage it's fee it's an absolute garbage <laughs> fee fact, you know you. when i go through a contract it's the first i just tell the client you know this 395 compliance out. fee you're not paying it no nope. and i already, already earned my money <laughs> right. 395 forget that fee you know but yeah. but yeah even a fee that we're not you know we're not collecting right we are responsible for disclosing right. and that's right. you know that's 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 something. So when I when I publish a closing cost worksheet or a loan estimate for a client, it doesn't just disclose all of our fees. I want to make sure they have you know every dollar that they need to have prepared for right. this. Oh, I sure. want to make sure their expectations are met as far as hey, you're going to tell me this. Oh, what's a tax proration? Right, that's right. not anywhere. On, Nobody wins know. until until we leave the table, including the lender, the attorneys, everybody. Right. You know, Absolutely, uh, in a normal transaction. So. So just getting a fair disclosure and having all those figures, just because not your, you know, just on an expense that's coming into uh, your organization, I just believe it's proper to disclose that to prepare your buyer for, of the, course. you know, the maximum. I tell them, hey, we might be a couple hundred bucks off on this, but I'm going to overestimate. Not multi-thousands. Yeah. That's what, that's what happens with the rookies. You know, even you're talking about yeah. the title insurance. There's multiple different title agencies. You can go on their website and figure out what uh, what the policy is going to be. Right. There's yep. some junk fees in there always. Right. But but you'll know what the, you know, what the meat is. It's regulated by the state. Right. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. But title insurance rates oh, sure. are regulated. It's the closing yeah. fee that's how right. it's charged. And, and if you have a relationship, I mean, like we just had Keith Stonehouse on here a yes. couple of weeks ago. Yep. Franklin Title Agency. Franklin Title. And, and he, you know, he talked a little bit about it. One of the things he did say, of course, and most professionals know, is that you do not have to go with the title company right. selected by your uh, seller. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch more on that yeah. maybe in a couple of weeks. We'll have yeah. Keith call in and, and explain that because I yeah. think it is important to know that you can pick your own professionals. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's... And your own appraiser. You can, you can hire your own of appraiser. Course. Well, of course. <laughs> I mean, Michigan, you know... Yeah. Title insurance is exactly what it's called, insurance. Right. Right. Insurance is a regulated industry, and you have the right to pick anybody you like, you know, any title company that's licensed to practice in Michigan. Sure. It's part of, you know, we sign, you know, one of our disclosures is an anti-coercion statement. Right. That means that we can't try to convince somebody to use, uh, you know, an affiliated title company mm -hmm. versus 
um, you know, going out and shopping for their own. And the same with homeowners insurance. You know, we plug in an estimate number based on the home value and the zip code. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we always disclose that, hey, you have the right to shop this to any insurance carrier. We are not in the insurance business. And, you know, when I give recommendations, you know, people ask for mortgage people, uh, you know, investors, et cetera. I always give three. Yeah. You know, that's the whole idea. You know, how many? Right. That's the best, you know, way Absolutely. to protect yourself. Oh, definitely. You know, so you're on that list. Hey, so. thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> so, um, well, you know, uh, when we get back, I think uh, we have to, uh, we have a break shortly. I'm sure. always like rushing to you the know, break. I have no right. idea why. But Let's yeah. talk about next okay. week. We've got a guest coming on. Okay, tell us. So uh, we've got a, a young man who's an investor. His name's David Tupin, and um, he has syndicated uh, a couple different apartment deals. The okay. kid's under 25, so uh, wow. I, I know him, and uh, yeah. I'm pretty excited to have him on because, okay. you know, we'll, we'll touch briefly on that, but I think a lot of investors are excited in multi-units. And, oh, yeah, um, it's big. Now. You know, how the heck do you uh, buy an 80- or 100-unit building, especially... Uh, With un- cash. Yeah, under tw- <laughs> under 25, so uh-huh. that'll oh, be wow. next week. Okay, great. great. All of a so, sudden, my kid doesn't sound so good anymore. Uh, <laughs> underachiever. I, lo- I, I love my Slacker. son. He's like what? Mike, what's his name, Mike Rotondo. Not the guy from Tropic, with Tropical <laughs> Smooth. Right. right. The slacker. <laughs> right. So listen, um, when we get back, um, uh, we'll continue with the list. Until then, this is New Radio Media, uh, New uh, Radio... Uh, <laughs> Real estate Real realities. Real estate realities. And uh, we'll be right back. Got to pay some bills. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to A1Fingerprints.com for more information. That's A1Fingerprints.com. It's that easy. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me. Just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years. And through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service. And we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. Here's a little redemption. This is Dave. 
Yeah? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Try this Saturday. again. <laughs> Little Redemption, Dave Sobel with New Radio Media and Real Estate Realities here with Dylan Tanaka, Emil Israelov, and of course, the heartbeat of the show, Nancy Phillips. So we were talking about this um, list that we have, right? And we were talking about your financing. Uh, and good faith estimates, and what else do you loan get? Loan estimates Lo- now. Oh, what are they called? Rebranded. They're Re- loan, loan estimates. estimates right. That's right. They're not because they're never made in good faith, right? <laughs> uh, can I can I add something to that real briefly? Sure, I get. All right. Oh, actually, it's with Dylan's um, guy coming on next week, and, and uh, but it's also very important for for the investment loans that you make for people who are non owner occupied borrowers, Correct. right? Uh, my top 10 the number 10 would be never <clears throat> never be a slumlord that's a great you know, one I and mean, we, we see it all the time right Dylan absolutely I mean, uh, don't be a slumlord because the only people who like slumlords are sleazy attorneys <laughs> just remember that but <laughs> the also gift that keeps on giving gift right? that keeps on giving yes. but uh, the other one uh, like a segue to that would be never make your seller your tenant right yeah, how do you how do you deal with a holdover tenant? Right. You just by giving them occupancy. I've always had that question. Right. So if they don't want to leave, we have to evict. You have to a evict. normal homeowner. I mean, Emil deals with this. They're buying a house. Right. What do I do? They're going to stay this for is... three weeks. What if they don't leave Emil and he's like, eh, we're going to have to evict them. They don't want to hear that. Right. No. So what do we do? You, you evict them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple, but it, it it creates a lot of problems. No, there's no language about. in that purchase agreement. It's like this skinny. About what well, you happens. can hold money back, like of course, right? You yeah, hold you're money back. Escrow. Right. That's what a lot of people don't necessarily exchange keys the day right. of closing, right. especially you know in the owner occupant world, right? Right. Correct. So a lot of times people close and then move out the following weekend, and because right. we we've all had those situations sure. where people are packed up, they're box, you know, moving trucks in the driveway, and then something happens. Life happens. And, you know, the deal yeah. doesn't close, and right. so occupancy is a big thing. But you know. Every realtor, uh, you know, should do their job and, you know, negotiate an occupancy. Again, and you, you'll be shocked. Listen, buyers yeah. and sellers, send your send that contract through an attorney and see I'm what he you. says you know, or and, she and, says. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little surprised that Michigan hasn't done anything to, you know, step in and say, hey, you know, should we should have attorneys involved. You no, know, that's we, okay. Huh? Well, that's no, fine. I mean, and, and, you know, in Illinois, I just closed a, a yeah. sale in Illinois. Uh-huh. And I was like, my head was spinning. I was dealing with so many attorneys on one transaction. But there's a buyer's attorney, there's a seller's attorney, the title company has an attorney. But guess what? There were deadlines. There were, you know, people calling every day, mm-hmm. you know, statuses. And sure. Not that realtors and lenders don't do that right now, but. Right. They just don't hold the same weight. They don't. You can't. There's no, you know, what are you going to. An attorney to me, an attorney is a loaded gun pointed at you, or you're pointing it at someone else. Right. You and I can call and, th- and threaten. The only thing Amelia and I can do is show up and try to beat them up because <laughs> they're not afraid of our words. Right. But you have Sobel call. They right. need an answer. And it just, you know, some you, you have an attorney defining the contract for you, and you think about it. You're spending, you know, even a first-time buyer it's, spending a hundred thousand dollars. It the hell out of me home. all the time. Right. You know, and, you know. and to to spend five, six, seven hundred bucks, whatever it is, to have an attorney review <laughs> your contract. I think it's forty nine ninety five with uh, with provenresource.com. Right. No, that's not the case. They're all case <laughs> by case. No, but, case by case, but, but it, yeah. You know, it just I, I would, as a buyer, I think I would feel a lot more comfortable having the contract. Well, it is you. surprising. You know, I, I'll have somebody call, you know, they're buying a half-million-dollar home. In fact, I have one right now, and they're like, how much? It's it's not about how much. It's like the quality of the work. And then it's a larger contract because they, they also want to do certain things with regards to this property. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a, a cost-benefit to everything, right? 100%. And, um, but in general, 
you're right. Uh, when you're dealing with attorneys, it does usually make the transaction go smoother. People don't like attorneys because they think that they're, you know, marking up a document. You know, an attorney's not worth their salt right. if they don't mark something up. However, you know, most good attorneys will catch or advise and counsel. That's the whole idea. Catch, catch the the problems. Right? Catch the problems. You know, make sure you're closing on that right piece of land. You know, mm-hmm. there's the commonly known as address, but there's also the legal address. Right. Oh, sure. You know, I had a, a deal tied up in Bloomfield Hills because it had a piece of land in between two lots that was part of owner, you know, part of the seller's uh-huh. property, right. but was encumbered by a mortgage from the next door neighbor. Right. But how did you learn that? Did you learn that from the attorney or did you learn that title from title? Work. Title there work. You go. And, right. you know, mm-hmm. and the title company had to go through the motions, sure. hire an attorney. Oh. And- wow. Hey, guys. Did I surprise you? Yeah. Okay. I have a question. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Where's the question from? Darnell from DeWitt. Okay. okay. Nice little community. Um, and actually, I got this via email. My wife and I thought we would help our daughter get started on her own. We had a home we inherited, so let her move in with the agreement she would live there for a year. It's now been two years. She isn't working yet. She moved her boyfriend in, and they even have a pet pig and chickens. And I cut the grass. What can I do? <laughs> Get well, the chickens to cut the grass. <laughs> right. She doesn't have goats easier. yet. She, perhaps she should bring some goats in. That's. But. So they moved in. They moved the well. It would the deal was from the sounds of it the daughter they gave her a year to get on her feet. They had this home they inherited, hmm. moved her in. Yeah. Well, and now she's moved the so boyfriend, she's a tenant the pig without and chickens. A, without she, a if, lease. Any, if anything, she's just a tenant. Yeah. And then she's a she's a thirty day tenant. Right. You know, you just you no know I've she's like Mike Rotondo. You she know that is, guy, you know, yeah. when people come in. Well, what but, about those emotions? Well, let's back you know. up on emotions for one second. Here you let somebody move in before you do so, like this is where you do call a mortgage guy, get credit, you know, find out that what will be needed uh, in one year mm-hmm. to make them qualified to go get the mortgage. And then from from my standpoint, I mean, am I right, Emil? You call no, 100%. Right. You know, uh, people come to me all the time and say, hey, yeah. I'm not ready to buy a house right now. I got some things, you know, I, I, we want to do this six months from now. Hey, sure. let's pre-approve you now. Or, hey, we're getting into a lease, possibly, mm-hmm. a lease-to-own situation. Mm-hmm. Well, in the seller's requiring that, or the landlord who down the road is going to be the sellers requiring a credit pre-approval, hmm. and they absolutely should because you are wasting your time if you're going into a lease-to-own contract or you know right. a buy you know a purchase option, right. and you don't even know that person can get financed. Sure. I mean, shame, and with all due respect, shame on them. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. shouldn't let anybody and 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 the cows uh, or the pigs. Pig. You know, that's a problem right there. But yeah. uh, you should know with a pig. If they're coming with a pig. It's you know. the chicken. <laughs> and it's okay. different in this case because of their daughter. And, well, that's you know. there's yeah. that emotional. Hey, I've, I've actually had, I've had families, you know, where we've had to evict uh, a son or a stepson. A grown child. And the, I think I shared this with you at one point when we were talking about Mike Rotondo. Mm-hmm. The parents who were my clients actually drove their children to the courthouse where we evicted them. We got the court order, and then they all got back in the car and went home. And like a week later, there was Dinner a, a very suspicious fire in that yes. house. No, there wasn't. Yes, there was. Wow. Yes, there I didn't was. even know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Nancy but, usually hears all the fun yeah, stuff around the, the office. Stuff. But I'm looking at it from like a mom standpoint. Okay. Well, there you go. Mo- emotions. My emotions. daughter just, you know, graduated emotional. college. 
she's you know doesn't have that first okay. job. She and, did, what about the boyfriend? Does he have a job? It sounds like she just moved I mean, him in always for a fun and games. Qualifying, He brought the pig and the chickens. What more? You know. I think where, they, where was this? Where is this? DeWitt. 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 I think they just have to know when, like you guys said, when you deal with family, it's a it's oh. a bad idea. So just look yeah. at it as a gift of equity. Goodbye. Yeah. I will share with yeah. you that it's one of okay. the items on my list. Um, you know, if you're going to deal with family, you try not to family or friends in a real estate transaction. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do it, get a professional to be the buffer, write up the contract, et cetera. That's a perfect example. It is, yeah. Um, that's like number eight on my list. Uh, and it comes along like also with mortgage people or real estate or attorneys. If you're a buyer mm -hmm. or a seller and you've never done this before, don't let your cousin's sister's you know, relation practice on you if they're new. Right, I, I benefit from a lot of friends and family type business, and you know, and I'm grateful for it. And I do my job as a professional, and I lay out the expectations, and sometimes have to say, "Hey, this isn't what you can do. You want this is what you want to do, but it's not what you can do based on right. your circumstances." But I agree with you 100. percent You know, I've been in this business for 22 years, and I, you know, we see the barrier to entry for real estate, especially in Michigan is not much yeah. and you see people get into it and young agents who haven't been mentored by a seasoned veteran right you know they get they into been pickles mm -hmm. they've never been tested you know and sometimes it's too late when you got to get your broker involved mm. and you know younger agents you know if if i give any advice to younger agents is you know shadow you know join a team there's a lot of successful agents out there that have a team and specialize as a right. buyer's agent first right. you know get to know the contract all all the rights that you're protecting with that contract for your buyer get become an expert and then you know transition to different nobody you know nobody goes in and opens a restaurant overnight that's never been in the business you know first you go if they do they're going to close it overnight right yes. we know that you know you yeah. go you work as a cook you mm -hmm. you know you learn the front of the house right. you learn every you got to learn everything, and, and a real estate agent is, a, you know, they're pretty much a self-employed entity, right? Right, and that's why I say you got to learn every component of your business before you go out there. They're, and represent they're a client. composer, is what they are, you know, and and they're telling everybody what to do, when to do it, and uh, there there's just hardly any education or training because you can just get your license and go at it, you know, like the super addendum agent <laughs> that we talked about. Yeah. Bam, I got a bam, 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 bam. How are you? Um, and this is actually coming from me. All right, so let's say that you know I'm um, a new home buyer. Is there a way to check references on your real estate agent? One hundred percent. On any professional, it's always okay to ask for references. Yeah. You know, Google is your best friend in the beginning. Yeah. yeah, and you know, most yeah. the, the best part about it is most agents you don't even have to ask because they're. A hundred percent of the time, promoting all right. their past their reviews via their testimonials. You know their testimonials, past reviews, and you know their listings. When you go on, you know Zillow, and you look at all their sales, it'll tell you what they've sold. And you know those are the areas you're interested. Those are. I'm not going to plug any different, you know, any no, specific that's, company. That's but there good are, for new But there's a lot of so. references. Yeah, and, you can get from prof uh, professionals sure. like these guys. Right, right. and and yeah. you know. The minute you ask somebody for references and they don't produce them. Or they freak right. out. Yeah. Or they freak out. <laughs> Why do you need a reference? Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't need a reference. We'll get those two. All right. Well, listen, we're going we're gonna to take a break quick, everybody. This is Real Estate Reality's new radio media. We'll be back in a flash. Uh, good job there, Dylan. Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. 
Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Wald Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Surfing the internet can be good for your brain, especially if you're getting up there in years. UCLA scientists say that the internet searching helps to stimulate your brain function by triggering centers in your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. In a study to be published in the American Journal of Geriatric Psychiatry, the researchers say that using the internet to seek out new information might stimulate the brain enough to sustain brain health and your cognitive ability. Before the computer age, the one activity that was linked to an active mind was solving crossword puzzles. The fact that even simple tasks like searching the internet might enhance your brain circuitry suggests that our brains are really sensitive to mental exercise and actually continue to learn as we grow older. So using an internet search engine such as Google produces the same brain activities as reading, but it also increases activity in areas of your brain that control decision making and complex reasoning. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Hey everybody, we're back. New Radio Media, Real Estate Realities, and uh, we're going through the top one million things that you need to know when you're buying uh, a house, uh, whether for <laughs> the first time. we're on number time, four. Right, we're on number four, so stay tuned. Um, so we were talking a little bit off camera. Uh, one of them that I, I think about and hear about all the time is, uh, what does it really mean when you make an offer? So you got, you know, a young family or, or empty nesters maybe who haven't been through a real estate transaction in a long time. And they're going to sit down. Again, we're talking about new realtors who may not be experienced and uh, just pen an offer and shoot it on over. And uh, if you don't have the right boxes checked and know what every one of those contingencies means, you can be in trouble. So I think that touches on, on all of our expertise here. So, David, what would you say about that? Well, I... Even when I was doing this, you know, with investment myself, I always put in my PA's uh, purchase agreements uh, <laughs> that uh, that my offer is always subject to my partner's approval. Mm-hmm. And what that does, or you can even put, you know, subject to my attorney's approval, or you might say, or my mortgage broker's approval. Sure. I mean, whatever. But you have a contingency in there that says, hey, you know, here's my offer, but it's subject to something. Right. And that way... You get a little time. A number, there's that emotion we we're talking about. Emotion mm-hmm. later on. You may be compelled to make that offer right away. Right. You can buy up and then you build can, up that buyer's remorse and back right. out. And then you need that time to quickly do 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 the due diligence in your mind. So that's a contingency I'd put in there to mm-hmm. get out. Now the market's different right now. It is. It's crazy. And there's like very few contingencies. Um, but that would be one of my number one little tricks that I do in a PA. It's yeah. always subject to well, what, somebody else's What would approval. happen if a buyer didn't perform and they didn't have the right contingencies in there? Oh, well, I mean, that, that happens all the time. It's called specific performance. Uh, basically, it's a remedy for those people who do not move forward with the purchase agreement. Right. Um, 
it's an equitable action, meaning that it's not something that uh, has to go through the whole court process uh, and takes you know years. It's just something you can go to court within a month or two and have a judge decide, well, is that contract valid? So go ahead. And what if it yeah. is valid and the people oh, can't, 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 can't get financing, but they didn't put that contingency in, let's say? They're going to not only lose their deposit, but they may be responsible for the damages. For damages, yeah. okay. Damages would be, let's say you offered the highest. I, I just had this, actually, where um, you offered the highest amount uh, for a piece of property in the next offer, and it's, let's say, $30,000 less. Uh-oh. Okay? Oh, wow. And now you can't get the financing, but you have an offer. If, let's say, nobody else comes up with an offer uh, that equaled what that you know borrower, buyer initially put in. Sure. Let's say the second offer is that $30,000 difference, and I don't know, might you can't wiggle out. You may be subject to damages. You, they could sue you for that $30,000. Some multiple of that $30,000. Right. Yeah. So one of the, you know, unless, I mean, it's unlikely, you know, but people do it. It is unlikely. Right. And for our, you know, first-time buyer listeners or even people who haven't conducted a, a real estate transaction a long time, this is assuming that your finance contingency has expired. Right. right. It's also assuming that you have a valid contingency. Right. Meaning there are people right now, I was shocked to learn this around six months ago, that are writing up offers with no contingency. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 There's a lot of people that are doing that. And on the cash sale side, that's okay. Right. But, you know, what we see, you know, a trend that's been happening now with the limited inventory in Michigan is people are waiving uh, their appraisal contingency right. for up to $10,000. Right. Depending on the price of the home. You know, I had a young lady that's buying a home and um, in an area where $150,000 and the house appraised for 146000 But guess what? Her offer was picked because she put in a $5,000 appraisal waiver, right. meaning that the, as long as the house appraised within f- uh, $5,000, right. um, that a- she would continue with the sale. Right. And you know, and it worked out that way. And you know, the seller came down thirteen hundred or twelve hundred dollars. It was to meet her at that point, wow. and everybody was happy. Right. But yeah, but typically, you know, when you when you have a mortgage contingency in every contract, if you are financing a, a home, do not waive your mortgage contingency. That is, abs- and and if your real estate agent allows you to do that, and you don't show them a bank statement that has enough money. To pay cash for that house, fire them and move on to the next agent. That is something you would never, never, ever waive your finance contingency unless you can write a check for that house. Well, something can happen. I mean, you can, like I say, life happens. Somebody can can lose lose your job. job. Your company can go out of business. I've actually had a PA that didn't say, get me a pre-approval from your mortgage company within 10 days. It said in there, we want the approval Mm -hmm. from the mortgage company within 10 days. Okay, and I actually had a seller Which try would be and like hold, a, yeah. a conditional approval. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. a conditional, conditional approval. approval. Not this one. It was they wanted the approval. They wanted clear a full to close, approval. like ready clear to, to go. close in ten days. And, yeah, right. Wow. Okay, it's, you know, it's almost impossible. But the way it was written up, and by the way, this goes back to another item on the list, which was the person who initially wrote this contract was not an experienced realtor. Mm. Right. Okay. And, and the other realtor slipped it. I in. mean, half the time your appraisal and title work aren't even back in ten days. And it was just right. crazy. Well, we ended up wiggling out, but it, it took a little bit of time. You know, it's a joke. Yeah, you've got to have somebody look at those contracts. Even when when I buy and sell cash, I don't look at it on the screen. I was taught by a, by a, an experienced, much older uh, real real estate uh, professional or whatever. I print it out. I sit down. 
I shut my phone off and I read for five minutes. And guys like Sobel read for, he gave you for an your hour. Fa- passion advice too, right? Right. Yeah. So so you you've got to sit down and go through that because you can slip stuff in all the time, you know. And and I'm I'm mostly a real estate uh, investor, so because I'm not unscrupulous, I I don't slide that stuff in. When we talk about who's who's paying tax prorations and all that kind of stuff, I spell it all out and I explain it to them because I don't want to have any issues. Yeah. But it's because I've been through some wars. You, you know, know? The, my favorite is when people call me up and they ask me about questions related to their purchase agreement. And I give them a little, you know, it's usually over the phone and I'm like, well, I need to see it. And then, of course, after I deduce a little bit more... They've already signed the purchase agreement. They're already stuck. <laughs> oh, sure. Those are my favorite people. You hear yeah. me sometimes in the office. I love those people. But right. you know something. So I can't get out of this, right? Why did you no, sign this? Why did you sign it this, before? Here's what every attorney has said right. to me when I made a mistake. Yeah. Why did you sign <laughs> this? Right. right. I call those idiots with pens. But I mean. But you know something, and people spend. You know, look at all the expenses you have up front on a house. You know, every house you go, <laughs> every house you think about buying, you're going to pay. You know, three to five hundred dollars for a home inspection. Right, right for a single family home and you're paying to make sure that the condition of the home is right but to have your contract reviewed to make sure you, that you're right it's crazy it goes know, back you're to probably using your head and study your heart the same amount to have an attorney review your contract and once you find that perfect house but it's people, not unlike inspections if you yeah. look at five different houses you're paying for five different inspections look, i am not knocking a good realtor no okay not i at have all. some great realtor friends who i've relied on for many years to do my properties so a great realtor is like indispensable sure okay however most people look at realtors and they assume like that they can write you know that they write contracts so a lot of realtors practice law unfortunately without a license and it gets them in trouble they're saving grace as the deal closes and nobody has everything's a okay right it's that one or two it deals, flushes you know, those, right a couple of deals that will come out where the like the realtor who did like 10 different addendums mm-hmm. right i mean that was a joke but when you have that realtor who, who may or may not be doing it intentionally but when they do it they mess up so bad it screws the whole deal up and people are angry and there's a lot of money at stake right so i would suggest you know as, as we're talking Everything's a contract. Your mortgage obligation. It's right? a contract. Uh, it's a contract. And mortgage applications and the mor- the final mortgage paperwork is a stack this big. Right? Not anymore, but well, yes. Okay, this big. No, but yeah, you're, you're the closing, you're signing yeah. 30 documents, okay, right? right. I mean, the closing package for the seller, you're about to ring that bell. Ring what? it. Ring Woo! It. What do we have? And this is a very special question from our producer, Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Right over here. Hey. <laughs> Ashley. I do have a question, actually. I've, uh, uh, you guys don't know this, but I've been soaking in everything you say over these past really? few shows. Are you crocheting and listening at the same time? I, I, I crochet and while I, I do everything. I open my own show. <laughs> <laughs> free but, advice. She's sitting, yeah. Um, I am working toward the goal of buying a house in okay. probably a year, maybe two. All right. And, you know, I've been doing my research to find out how much I'm going to need to save up for that, you know, because you have to have... From what I can find, the absolute minimum you can put down for a mortgage is 3%. Really? 1%? Hmm. You okay. just right. her, her mortgage guy. <laughs> Push the cough button. So yeah. <laughs> my question for you is what fees and expenses can you pay with the mortgage versus what you have to pay with cash up front? Oh, great question. Great question. You've been sitting here all this time holding back on good stuff like that. There's a lot of things that can get you to your goal with just... 
the 1% down payment or is a 3% down payment, right? So all of con- all the conventional programs are 3% down except for um, MISHTA. MISHTA is a subsidized second mortgage from the state of Michigan, zero interest, zero payments until you either pay off or sell that house, and they'll lend you up to $7,500 on that mortgage, which can help pay for the remainder of your 3% closing, you know, down payment. So pick up 2% of your down payment and any closing costs that you haven't, you know, that weren't negotiated to be paid by the seller. So this program can, you know, you can actually get into a house with a MISHTA program with 1% down. So for a lot of people, it's cheaper than next month's rent. Sure. Right? So, but the real estate agent that you're working with has to understand how this program works. So they negotiate the right amount of seller concessions, which is Mm -hmm. a seller contribution towards your closing costs or prepaid expenses. And then the rest of those fees can be bundled to that second mortgage, which again, interest-free, no payments until you pay off or sell the house. Mm -hmm. And there's even a program where if you do end up having to sell the house before you're able to pay down enough that the state of Michigan has an assistance program that if you can't pay back that zero down pay, you know, that 0% loan, then the down payment assistance grant, then you can, um, you know, they'll forgive it. There's a program that mm-hmm. you have to. So, Emil, could could she walk into Lake Michigan Credit Union and sit down with a loan officer like yourself or someone on your team and have all that explained? Do you guys write those type of loans? Oh, absolutely. We're actually one of my colleagues, Matt Adler. He's in the top five Mishda originators every year. I know his name. Yeah, yep. and he's. I've gotten uh, offers with with him as the loan officer. Oh, absolutely, Matt's phenomenal. He's an expert in those uh, programs. And then with you know with the one percent down payment, if you're looking at a hundred fifty thousand dollar house, that's fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. That program does that's have crazy. income limitations. Wow. The program does have income limitations. You know, based on the size of the family, and it does have a loan cap of two hundred twenty four thousand mm-hmm. or some change. But hey, it, that that opens up Simple. that opens up right. the you know that's the huge. opportunity for so many buyers. Right. Okay, so a little bit more specifically, you were mentioning earlier the inspection can you know run you a f- multiple grand, and that was one. Oh no 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 no, no. the inspect you know the home inspection the pre purchase inspection usually can run between depending on the size of the home somewhere in the lo- mid two hundreds or three hundred. Oh, see, I to, thought I heard you say something about five. No, or six I'm thousand. saying. You can spend a couple thousand dollars if you run through five or six houses before gotcha. okay. before you actually find right. one that I you're see. happy with. Okay. But those inspections are typically not done until the house is under contract. You're right. really serious about this property, and then you're moving forward right. to investigate, you know, structural integrity and everything else a little more. But these, you know, this inspection is two to three hundred dollars, and you will have to have that out of pocket. But it does count towards your one percent. Oh, okay. So any, you know, that is that is a transaction cost that's eligible for that one percent contribution by the buyer. So yeah, it's, I'll get you some information on that. Yeah, Thanks for speaking absolutely. up. Listen, Thank you. We'll have a home inspector on in the next month or so too. Right. You know, we'll let all the that's listeners right. know right. because um, it's important. Again, another that's professional right. that you need. Right. One, you know, speak one, to an one, attorney, Ashley. Make sure you speak absolutely. to an attorney. We had a home inspector in one of my past BNI groups, and his, you know, my favorite saying from him is, "Better be looked over than overlooked." Yeah, I like right. that. Oh, I like that. I like that. A lot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take us? It to applies break? to sure. your business as you know, well, David. Exactly. That's okay, here we go. Hey, so um, I'll try it one more time. <laughs> Listen, this is Dave Sobel with New Radio Media and Real Estate Realities. We'll be back after we pay some bills. If you need a fingerprinting service, A1 Fingerprints is the place to go. 
A1 Fingerprints specializes in fingerprinting for teachers, students, law enforcement, and more. A1 makes the process so easy and simple you can be in and out in 10 minutes. A1 does walk-ins so appointments aren't necessary. A1 Fingerprints, located in Southfield on Southfield Road. Go to a1fingerprints.com for more information. That's a1fingerprints.com. It's that easy. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Hey, this is Nancy, the heart of real estate realities, <laughs> and we're back. Um, we've got a couple minutes. We're going to wrap things up with Dylan Tanaka, our investor specialist. Um, Emil, I'm not going to even try. Israelov. Oh, I did. I see, our market specialist. Really easy. And David Sobel, our attorney. So you know what? We only hit on like five things today. Yeah. That list is ten, but I, like I said, I had like twenty. To 50 sure. items. but um, We've got a lot of years to go. I mean, we, we've got 20, 30 more years with this right. show. Yeah. So willing, we're right. going to touch on all of right. them. Right, right. It was good. Really it was good. Uh, so what are we going to talk about now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we're not talking about those items. Come on, man. Well, okay, I'll tell you what. Here's, no, we're not going to. Let's run through the rest of them right now in the last <laughs> three <Right>. minutes. <laughs> I can talk about my, my next upcoming event for Rio yeah, McComb really idea. quick. Oh, yeah. So um, it's the last Thursday of the month. I don't know the date because I'm not prepared, but um, we have a company that is going to come in and teach us about how to buy and sell real estate with your IRA or your oh, retirement account, good which a lot of stockbrokers don't like people to know because they can't make commissions. Right. But you can make a lot of extra money and uh, either, if it's a Roth mm-hmm. IRA, you pay zero taxes on that income tax yeah, on your right. gains. And if it's a if it's a traditional, you know, you can push those gains, those uh, uh, income tax payments off till later. It's, and, you know, it's gonna be a great topic, sorry. Mel, and what's, right. you know, what people don't realize is you can actually finance those transactions and mm-hmm. your the financing goes in the personal name. You're it's self-directed IRAs. Finance, no, it's I have clients. No, I, have, I, I have clients that use them. Yeah. They're called self-directed right, IRAs. Absolutely. And their investment, you know, their down payment comes from their IRA, right. and any capital gains or proceeds. 
A lot of regulations that are surrounding oh, them sure. that if you violate them, you do not get that's, the tax advantage. The company right. that's coming yeah. is called Equity Trust Company. Yeah. They're the biggest in the nation. And mm-hmm. um, you can find us at uh, riaofmacomb.com. That's R-E-I-A of Macomb.com. That'll be Thursday, uh, July 26th. Yeah. Summer's almost Neil, over. Neil, you've never been to his events, but I will tell you. Oh, no, I plan on attending. I've been coaching lacrosse all spring. It's the East Side. It's East of Woodward. I know. I don't know if his I called my travel agent. I called my travel agent. She said it'll be okay. Make sure you have your passport. Actually, I think I'm one of the only West Siders that go there. But I, with you. That's what I meant. Uh, Nancy comes too, but you know it's always really informative. The great thing about uh, the RIA of Macomb is that they're not selling. Yeah, and I'm not going to talk about other RIAs or other programs, but there's it's all it's all content. Yeah, it's all, all education. Content. Not to sell. It's great, and you meet really good people, and and we Super really enjoyed it. People. Well, we've and been going for like three years now, I think. Right. You know, when like-minded professionals get together and share resources, yeah. it just like that's what I miss about the environment. Like, you know, I'm in a bank branch, and I have my assistant and another colleague there. Uh-huh. But when we used to work in the mortgage office back in the good old days, you know, we had a whole office of professionals. Mm-hmm. And man, as soon as you stood up and you said, "Hey, I've got this scenario right. here." You know, one of the twenty guys in the you know in right. the office had have dealt with something similar. It's the mastermind principle. It's, it's the mastermind principle, and you know, and that's awesome. And yep. Yeah, I plan on attending one of those. Yeah, of course, soon. absolutely, yeah, definitely. I'll, you'll come with me. It's, we'll, uh, we'll get a lot of gas in an RV camper. It's, it's twenty. It's twenty five bucks to come in if you're a mortgage guy, and you have to bring a tropical smoothie. Right. Pound For everyone, sign, yes. tropical smoothie. Brown sign. That's a big deal. Excellent. Yeah, it's Mike Ritondo. Yes. Um, hey, listen, so Emil, how do people get in touch with you? Um, I can be reached at 248-961-4300. It's my cell phone. Um, fastpreapprovals.com or myloanofficer.com can lead you right to my uh, web page. So Every you time you come in, you have a new domain name. Sure. I love, I'm a domain I, I have, I I have one. Them. Wait, what's David's yours? Yours is Pretty Michigan Homes, right? I've, yeah, yeah I've, got, I've got dozens of yeah, them also. I kind of do. So, but I, like I like yours. This new one is... Well, fast pre-approvals. I've actually had that for years, uh-huh. yeah. And just you know, it's always part. It's always been you know, it's always been pointed to an online application. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure, and it's um, easy. Yeah, now fast I have a purpose for it. Right. Being part of the show, right. now I can ask. You know, Welcome. it's a very memorable. Right. It's a yep. very it's a memorable domain. Yeah, right. you still have a contingency. So, <laughs> Emil, you're with uh, Lake Talk Michigan about, Credit yeah. Union. So, Lake Michigan Credit Union been around since 1933. We uh, full service mortgage lender, full service deposit institution. A lot of you may know us from uh, your HSA account. Might be with us. We, a lot of people. I'm I just, not, but I know you. I just did a pre approval today uh, this week for someone that I said, "How'd you hear about us?" Says I have my HSA account with you. There you go. So, That's awesome. Yeah, full service lending institution, deposit institution. Um, we offer a variety of services. Come on in and meet our team. We have a local branch here in Farmington Hills. And you guys are brick mile. and mortar, which to me is is We're important. Mor- yeah. Even if they want to try with. One of the you know one of the online online mortgagers, bankers or whatever. Yeah, no, go to a brick and mortar. Well, yeah. brick and mortar. You know, a lot of our a lot of our business is done over the telephone and internet. Right. But you know, it's it's nice to have a, a location Absolutely. where people can come and yeah, you know, meet their loan officer. Meet right. their loan officer. Myloanofficer.com. There right? you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. So my. Uh, my newest domain is I should have called you sooner.com. <laughs> and uh, what's the other one? Sobel on Mobile. I like Sobel on Mobile. That's cool. Actually, yeah. Paul Bensman is the one who gave that to me. I love one it. Of the, uh, one of the uh, executives here, one of the founders of uh, New Radio Media, had told me about like that it. a couple of years ago. And I Everything's took it. going mobile. Yeah. Sobel on Mobile. And of course, you can reach me at provenresource.com. 
and uh, the phone number because I still take phone calls. Yes, I don't does. just do emails. Triple eight seven eight nine seventeen fifteen. And um, what else? Send me uh, your questions at yeah, Phillips at yeah. Proven Resource. That's where Nancy gets all the good questions. They do call in uh, call at on. the office and they do email her and say, hey, this is, they don't want to be online for some reason. Right. And if you have a great topic for our show, please feel free to you know contribute that and uh, get that to Nancy and we'll do some research and make sure we answer your question on the air. Yeah. Hey, I just got one more thing. Uh, the newest newsletter for Proven Resource comes out next, I think, in two weeks. So if you want to go online, you can pick that up. It's an eight-pager this month. It's awesome. pretty good, yeah. So join us then. Dylan, Beautiful. thanks very much. Thanks. Emil, thanks very much My for pleasure. joining us. It was a good show today. It was. Good luck, and thanks, Ashley. Nancy. Yeah, good luck, Ashley. Yeah, we're going to miss yeah. you. Have fun at that baby shower, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, folks, this is Real Estate Realities. We'll see you next week. New Radio Media.